When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The plummet is the Phoenix Suns. Buddies, you're cooked. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sideline Summit. I'm Antonio Perez, joined by CB, Chris Kocher, Kocher Boy. Danny will be joining us later on. Um, he is on a call, but he will be joining us. Uh, but we're going to be talking an NBA draft, of course. Go through some little NBA draft night scenarios. Uh, Bradley Beal, Phoenix Sun, going to be talking about that. And at the end, we're going to be drafting players under six foot three, which is so it's a large um, spectrum of players, but um, nonetheless, Chris, summits and plummets, man. What's what's the summit? What's the plummet? It could be NBA draft. It, it could it could be anything. Um, I think uh, to start, I think my summit would probably be the Lakers in the NBA draft. I think if they stay at seventeen, things a lot they can do with that. Things a lot of ways they can go. A lot of players that should be available. So I'm excited to see about that because I mean. You know, I'm pretty sure we'll talk about it at some point, but the new CBA making it difficult to, you know, build your team out outside of, you know, signing guys and signing your top guys. So I think this is going to be important uh, for Lakers. So that's more my summit. Um, uh, I think my plummet is, oh, I just seen that Lonzo might be out for all of next year, like almost confirmed by the Bulls doctors. So that's my plummet. I'm a big uh, Lonzo ball BBB, the whole family. Um, so it's kind of kind of sad to see that, my boys. Though, uh, it felt like just a couple, just a couple years ago, where Lavar's telling twenty nine out of thirty teams, just stop. He's not coming to your workouts. No, he I love, ain't coming. I love that. Uh, and that was a fun time. And that Foot Locker commercial was hilarious of him. Uh, it was like John Isaac, De'Aaron yeah. Fox, Jason Tatum. Uh, it was hilarious because now they all look so different, bro. They was really like they was kids. just babies, bro. They really. was just kids, and now all of them are going into year seven. Like no, no beards, no no crazy hair. They all had clean face, low cuts. Now look at them. Oh, not nah, Fox went opposite. Fox had the Fox had the hair. The fro Fox is crazy with, with, the, with like the little thing, the little uh, bead. Hanging yeah, like the, the one little uh, twisty hanging out, bro. Fox was crazy. Him and Bam at Kentucky and, and Malik. And Malik so Monk, bro. And all that, all that to lose, but uh, uh, nonetheless, uh, my summit, uh, finally NBA draft time. Finally get to see Wemby walk on that. Uh, I guess he, I think he'll be there for the draft. I don't know if he'll be yeah. home. I don't think NBA players really do that, but he'll be he'll finally walk across the stage. He'll be a San Antonio Spur. It's been a long time coming. Um, and we just get to see the madness play out. I'm, I'm hyped for yeah. it. Um, I do have a plummet. I do have a plummet for the draft. Um. Uh, but I'll save it because Danny's here. Danny, can you just give us a summit real quick before I give a plummet? A summit 
for what the NBA draft? Yeah. A summit for the NBA draft. You know what it is? What? A summit for NBA draft is that we have a lock at number one. Something we haven't had in a I was long just, time. I was just talking about that. I was just like, I'm glad like we finally get to see Vic walk across the stage. Not even about Vic. I'm saying like any lock. Like we I don't when's the last time like Zion? But there was talks since Jock could have went one. Very late, but I think that was like, all right, we have too much time on our hands type thing. Markel Fultz was a lock at one. Technically. Ah, Not for the Celtics, but he he he? was a lock. Well, not for the Celtics. They traded back for a reason, but like once the Sixers traded up, it's like, oh, well, 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 we have to take this guy because he's super athletic, 20-point-per-game college scorer, which is never a good sign. It it means they are only focused on scoring. But um, yeah, and then my uh, I'll I'll do my plummet and then I can pass it right back to you since Chris uh already went. Uh, my plummet is Damian Lillard. Like like Chris said, bro, I'm sick of this man. Like, it's the pump fake, and he's he's like, oh, uh, y'all better do the right thing. And then they're like, hmm, we'll get you Kyle Lowry. And I'm like, all right, I'll say. Like, you know, it, it's just like. I don't know. I'm sick of the dude. Like, and I'm ex- but I am excited to see what the draft will bring for that, and we'll talk about that later. But Danny, you can wrap up the plummet, and then we're going to talk about some NBA draft prospects. The plummet is the Phoenix Suns, buddies. You're cooked. They're not going to be good for a long time coming. You got a scorer who's 35 years old and aging. You got Devin Booker. So what? I, what I've really, I saw this, and I'm going to take. I'm, I'm really going to exploit it. You got Devin Booker, a bigger Devin Booker, and a smaller Devin Booker. Yeah, and and actually, before we talk about the prospects, yeah, we can talk about uh, Bradley Beal. And yeah, you're right. Uh, Manuel Acho made like, oh, this is a king size Snickers. Here's a regular size Snicker. Here's a fun size Snicker. They're all the same thing. You got mini. (laughs) Is Bradley Beal mini Snickers? (laughs) He's a mini Snickers, man. That's hard, man. Just two seasons ago, my man was dropping 30. Respect him. He's that tough, that, but that's because he's he good. Rust. But guess what? Thirty plus thirty plus thirty—that's ninety. You still losing that game? <laughs> that's crap. <laughs> that's facts, no, though. No one else. No one else has scored. Who's the best other scorer? Tory Craig. It, yeah, it's Wayne White. Yeah. It's Wayne White. I fear stinks. Oh no! No. So one thing I wanted to bring up is everyone like, okay, so you talk about they have five players under contract. And then a lot of people are like, all right, yeah, but yeah, but like Aiton's gonna get traded to help build out that depth. Nobody Dude. wants DeAndre Aiton, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who? Nobody wants DeAndre Aiton, man. Like I remember someone was like, oh, we go trade Aiton for Miles Turner and Buddy Hield. I'm like, he's not worth either one of them. Miles I just him, signed I, I his think deal for Paul Reed. What? Well. Yeah, for just from because how like they're both talented, but one's a little more talented. I think Paul Reed's getting into his like, I'm a grind for my minutes. I'm a play hard defense. So I don't know, maybe, but yeah, it's like Aiden's not going to be the key to fill out that depth. And something I said in a video today is like, okay, if they don't get hurt, yes, they got a shot at winning a championship. If they don't get hurt, a shot, yeah, a a shot. I think they'll be title contenders. However, if one of them go down, then you're looking at two stars and a horrible bench, which is not how you build champions. Every team in the past five years that's won a championship 
two stars, awesome role players, talking eight, nine guys deep. They're not going to have that. I mean, of course, we got a long way to go, but Danny got out his funny but accurate thoughts. I got out my thoughts. Uh, Chris, what are you, what's your thoughts on uh, the Beal, Bradley Beal to the Phoenix Suns? I love it. Only reason I say I love it, I think the NBA is becoming more and more arms race. Like, you try to just – you try to get as much firepower as you can at the end of the day. Um, I'm not necessarily – a huge proponent of just trying to outscore people. I mean, you got to play some defense. You got to have some balance on your roster. I do get that. But at the same time, for what they gave up for him, which was practically nothing, in my opinion, they were going to – they were thinking about waving Chris Paul anyway. Landry Sham has been stealing money far too long. So they really just got him out of there. And I feel like at the end of the day, they made good with what they were going to do. Like I said, if they had other plans, like if they weren't going to trade Chris Paul and they just threw him in, like, you know, that'd be different. But I think so they were going to waive him anyway and – they got out Lindy Shaman's contract. I mean, it's, it's worse things you can do than bring in bad Brad Bill. And then I also think think it gives you legitimate reason to trade Aiden now. Like, I think people thought you had a reason before, but it was kind of skeptical because you picked them one, you picked them up with Luca, picked them up with Trey. So you kind of, you know, they paid them to, you know, make it make sense. But now you have in your a, another third guy who can be a quote unquote big three. Like you said, you can try to trade Aiden for some depth. Now there's some young teams who don't really have anything going right now that can use a, a player who's already on that rookie max extension. They don't have to pay, you know, things like that. But are they going to net you the assets you want that's going to help you compete for a championship? So I think that's the hard question that Phoenix has for um, right now. But just overall, I like the Brad Beal moves. Cause like I said, I think they gave up next to nothing for it. So, I mean, I think I you just got to respect it from, from that standpoint. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely see it. Oh, uh, Danny, do you have something to say? Nothing else to say, no. Oh uh, yeah. I was just to say, yeah, I get it. Like, the package really wasn't a big deal whatsoever. Uh, they were already looking to get rid of Chris Paul. Landry Shamit is uh, Landry Shamit. Danny knows generational thief. Gener- generational uh, trade trade package merchant. But uh, yeah, like there, there's Sarge ups and downs. <laughs> Dario Sarge, RIP to him, man. He just be getting thrown in any package, but he's 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 solid. I like him. I used I used to uh, mess with him in Philly, but yeah, like there's ups of it, but they they. They're going to have a problem staying healthy, and they're going to have to stay healthy, though, if they want to be serious. It's going to take a lot of load management. It might even take a trip. It might even take a trip to, like, y'all just weren't healthy regular season. Y'all might have to duke it out in the play-in. But, um, yeah, seven we all seed, I, have, I fear. Seven seed, they're going to have to run into the, the two-seed Ant-Ed Timberwolves. Ant-Ed led. Two-seed Thunder. <laughs> After they say screw it, we'll trade for Dame. Yo, interesting thing. I every two K rebuild I see, the Thunder and the Hawks are like phenomenal. Because two K believes that in that process, that like <laughs> they just think it just works like that. <laughs> it just yeah, does not potential greater than skill on two K. Like they were the Thunder are always good. The Hawks, the Cavs. Cavs, oh, the Pelicans are ridiculous every time. Two K is ridiculous. Bro, maybe when it's sixty-two the games, Spurs low key get good too. Sometimes, yeah, so if, they, if they get, if you do let them get Victor, they out of nowhere you just see they sign Kyrie and they sign Jalen Brown and they have like a big three. <laughs> Which, to be fair, and then, and then is Trey a possibility. Jones a superstar. What and you're not wrong. Who who to? What's a possibility, Danny? Any of that to to pair with Victor? Like Kyrie to the Spurs would be tough right now. Because bro, they got like they got like five dollars on the books right now, bro. Literally. They can just sign anybody. Like they not paying. No All right. I didn't want to ask this on the other show. If do you really, if you're the Celtics, are you trading Jalen Brown for Scoop? Nope. 
it's because the Celtics are, so Scoot is going to be the better player and Tatum is young so like it's not way too out of the timeline but like these dudes are trying to win now I think and it's Jalen Brown tone. gives them a better chance is, is, Scoot, yeah. is Scoot not that far off from like being a win now player though no I don't, I don't even think it's because of that I think it's just this one thing the one thing that makes me look at that different in the NBA with like the last 10 years you you try to pair they've been trying to pair wings right you got the Kawhi, PG. You got people trying to get the two and the three solidified. The Celtics have that already. So it's like, mm-hmm. damn, to yeah. think about breaking that up, even for Scoop. And I'm a big fan of Scoop. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think he's far off being win now either than at all. But only thing is like with Jalen Brown and Tatum literally being two wings, and that's been like the prototype what NBA has been going for the last couple of years, like trying to stack your wings. I think it's just hard to, to, to give up on that. I'm, on I, I'm glad you brought that up. Because the Sixers have been building the opposite of that, they've been the they've been stacking point guard. guards and they, bigs. Yeah, they try to make Shaq and Kobe, bro. That's yeah, no, yeah, that, that era is over. Man. That's dead, man. I mean, and, and here's the thing: like the Nuggets have a good big and a good guard. The big is a guard. <laughs> they're they're cheating. It's not the same. Hey, hey, y'all know what it's uh, more like for that the Nuggets team we just uh, had. It was more like that Lakers team that had Carmelo and Gary Payton, like different. But as far as like they had their two players, and then everybody else was like role players, but they were accelerated role players. And Malone and Payton in like, the Lakers jersey. Oh, yeah, it was definitely stinky. But, Dennis Rodman yeah. in a Lakers jersey and a Spurs jersey. <laughs> What's that smell? They had oh, Victor Wembanyama take the take the New York City uh, subway. And his head was hitting the top of the train. They use this dude as a spectacle. <laughs> they put Free my boy on the subway, bro. Free him, oh my bro. god! Send him San Antonio today. Free him, bro. What is this? <laughs> He'll get a lamb, uh, a limo, and it's cramped. But speaking of Wemby, Pop, hey. Pop gonna pick him up every day. He's not gonna have to drive ever. <laughs> so speaking of Wemby, we'll talk about some NBA draft prospects. Um, so kind of like for the NFL draft, every position we had like a best and a favorite potential bust. Hey, let's just go around the table right now, Danny. We could, you could do. Uh, we're not going to do the best. We know the best. We could just talk about your favorite, a sleeper, and a guy you think will be a bust in this upcoming draft. Yeah. So my favorite is man. It could be Isaiah. Brandon. It could be Wong, bro. It could be Wong. No, cool. no. My my favorite <laughs> is is Brandon Miller. You actually okay. hear me talk a little bit of bad about him in the other show. But I think this this man's game when he's on, like he can shot create. He's 6'10, 6'9. He looks like a he looks like Kevin Durant. And if he can get his shooting down, he he damn well might be Kevin Durant from Alabama. Because yeah, guess, like, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? He's called Kevin Durant's called Easy Money Sniper. They're gonna call him Easy Money uh pistol because he got in that that little pistol thing. <laughs> Easy money assist man. <laughs> but Wait, no, I like that one because I think Brandon Miller has been taken a little bit through the mud because of him potentially getting taken over Scoot. That's not one, that's not his fault. And two, yeah, he had a bad NCAA tournament. But I agree with you. Look at the upside. We're talking about his finishing could get better and it did get better throughout the year. So that's one thing that you could be positive on. Uh, and I throw out this term almost like it's a slanderous thing, but it's really not. He's a Paul George variant. Three-level score. Oh, he's a, Tat- good on he's a Tatum variant. Exactly. Yeah, Tatum is a Paul George variant. He's just better than Paul George. But he, everyone <laughs> everyone is a Paul George variant at the end of the day. And Brandon Miller can be a very good Paul George variant. Chris, I don't know if you had any thoughts before we kick it back to Danny's 
sleeper or bust, whatever order he wants to go in. Oh, uh, so oh, I'm getting my best player, right? Oh no, uh, not best uh, player, favorite player. We could we could, I was just say if you had any thoughts on Danny's pick for Brandon Miller being oh. his favorite. Oh my bad. Yeah, Danny, I think that's incredible, spot on. Honestly, like I said, if Vic was in this draft, Brandon Miller would be going one or two. Like, and it's it's for a reason. He's everything Danny said. He's a I think what it is, he's a scorer for real. Like he's a scorer first. And in basketball, Kyrie Irving, Wait. Mr. Uncle Drew always said it, it's always about buckets. And he's gonna be able to get a bucket. So I'm, I'm with you. I tried telling Tony this. He was there were some points of the year where people thought he was going like two. two. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone knew Victor was going one. But before the, before the, people, the little trouble, he was really he was slotted in two almost at, at points of the time. He he was. I seen it too. I seen him like I still see him slotted at two. Same. Yeah, for fit. Like, yeah, I could see it. Yeah. Okay, so before before we move on, did everyone should we all give our favorite and then we Wrong all give favorite. our sleeper? Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, then Chris, uh me and you were talking a little bit about our favorite player mm-hmm. before the draft, but I'll let you have the floor or before the show, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, yeah, my my favorite player in the draft, I think I said it in the last show too, is Anthony Black, man. I think I think there was just He's gonna be one of the ones, man. I just feel it. I feel like he's gonna be one of those guys because he's six six, point guard. He could play one of three positions. He can guard one of three positions. And the thing is, with him being such a high pick, that literally takes defense first. And it's and I wouldn't even say I think that's his best asset, but it's not like far and away his best asset. I think that makes him special because he can become a plug and play guy on a good team or on a bad team. Because bad teams usually don't play defense while they're bad. You know they can't stop anybody. So you pick this kid early. I think he's going to be one of those guys. So he's he's easy, my favorite player. And I think he took over a lot of ball handling responsibilities when uh, Nick Smith was out at Arkansas this past um, college season. So he was able to kind of show his full game. And the Blacks, yeah, definitely my favorite player. Yeah, and, dude, we were talking about it. He's awesome. Like, he reminds me a lot of – I mean, the jumper's not there yet, but Lonzo, like a tall guard who's a really good defender and a really good playmaker. Danny, did you have any thoughts on Anthony Black before I give out my favorite? Nah, he's a hooper, man. Like, nothing more to say. He can hoop. It's all you. Yeah. So, my favorite player, he's not as flashy. Um, I, I I guess Anthony Black's not as flashy either. He's, you know, he's not like, but, but mine might be a legit role player in Jairus Walker. Like, I was telling Chris before the show, this is the highest drafted role player ever. This is the highest drafted Draymond ever. Like, he can be, and he has the flashes to be a good three-level scorer. Like he's got the shot creation flashes, but where he eats is being a really good defender, a tenacious rebounder, and dude, like it's. And there are teams up early in the draft who we already got our one and two. Like we were saying with the Pistons in on uh, on theater and college hoops. Make sure you you guys go check that out. Shout out to Subi. But um, what I was saying on the show is like. Uh, what everyone was saying, which Danny said, which was a really good idea with a different prospect, though, is they already have their guys. They got Ivy. They got Duran. They got Cade. We, they need a glue guy. They need someone who's going to go in there and get dirty. And obviously, they're all young guys. They're all tenacious. But a real one, I think Drace Walker, he could be that for a young team or even a contender. He could, he could get plugged into contender real quick. Yeah, agree. Y'all want to go snake or Danny? Do you want to take it off? Uh, I'll take around? it off. Uh, all right, go ahead. Sleep I'm... around. Pause. Whoa. All right. Sorry. That's crazy. That's crazy. Hey, when you run the tape back, you're going to see in my eyes when you said, Danny, you want to take it off? 
That's what I said. That's what I meant. I meant take off, and then I meant the round. Hey, man, that's right. That's not the worst thing ever on this show, but that's crazy. Someone said he likes to tight. Yeah. We're gonna move on to tight ends before. Uh... Oh yeah, that was uh, that. That might be the worst, man. That was yeah. That got that it. They got it right there. That was horrible. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you say we're gonna be was... like examining tight ends or something like that? Which yo. <laughs> All right, man. Just, just who your sleeper pick, man? My sleeper pick is a guard out of the University of Miami. Uh, one of the best players in the draft, in my opinion. He's going to be a second round steal. Is Isaiah Wong? I think he's a top five scorer in the nation. Actually, he can score at all three levels. Um, he got to be hidden on defense like Tyrese Maxey, but you can hide someone on defense when you got a good team around you. Uh, I think the Celtics hid a bunch of players on defense. Um, like I don't think Brogdon's a Phenomenal defender by all means, but he got hidden. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, Isaiah Wong is the like definition of if you know, you know. Like, yeah, he he nice. So, uh, uh, an Instagram page that helped me out a lot with my scouting is Global NBA Scouting. They have Isaiah Wong going fifty six to the Grizzlies. Now, obviously, they uh, uh, will he get plugged in as backup point guard right away? No, but uh, what you could get for him. He could be a spark plug for the uh, a team like that off the bench, especially they're not going to have a job for the first 25. Uh, the greatest backup point guard of all time, Tyus Jones, is going to fill in and lead them to a 25-0 and season. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I've known Wong for a long time because of you. Chris knows he's a hooper. Even Subi knows he's a hooper. Uh, that, that He's getting slept on. He really is. I think a lot of people want to talk about someone who's a tough shot taker tough shot maker that could go in the second round a lot of people are looking towards Amani Bates because he was a high school phenom Isaiah Wong is like legit like that like at a good program actually averages you know good stat like n- no shot to Yo, Amani Bates n- no shot at all but I like Wong one thing about Wong is he's put on 30 pounds of muscle since his freshman year speaks a lot of volume um Body. he was skinny he was skinny coming in he, he's beefy now yeah. um he only he's only gonna get stronger yeah, man, and, and, and that's really good for him. Chris, did you have any thoughts on Wong, or did you just want to give out your sleeper pick? No, Danny's been right all year. Every time he's mentioned Isaiah Wong, could do nothing but shake my head. Just correct. He's a, a hooper. He's a, a actual bucket, literally. Danny, when is uh when's Dingle entering the draft? <laughs> uh, he transferred St. John, so I think Jordan oh, Dingle yeah, that's right, that's right. next year should be a twenty-three-year-old senior. Hey, he gonna find he gonna find a home. But uh, Chris, who's your sleeper for this year's NBA draft? Keontae George from the Baylor Bears, hundred percent. Keontae George is slotted right now. The last mock I seen, I think it had him going like seventeen. I want to say something like that. Early in the year before, um, like mid year, he was like at eight, like in the top ten, one hundred percent to go. He had, he's a freshman. He was the best player on Baylor by far. So, you know, freshman going to slump. So a lot of people kind of wrote him off a little, not wrote him off, but like pushed him down, drive boards, thought he wasn't ready, blah, blah, blah. I think this kid is going to be the Devin Booker of this draft as far as a guy you pick in that teens range that is easily a top seven type of talent in this draft. And I think Kathy George is that. Um, last year, even I think, yeah, I was on sideline something by that time. I had talked about Jaden Hardy being one of my guys. And, um, I think he's like a little bit bigger Jaden Hardy where I think he can contribute today and then, you know, help a team right now. So I think Kathy George is, is, is that guy, my sleeper. 
Yeah, Keontae, Keontae George is another guy. Like, they're going to realize it's too late. You know, down the road, some team's going to be like, damn. And, hey, man, that, that's their fault, not the team that's going to be blessed with them. Uh, my, I get, see, it's hard to call him a sleeper because he's the brother of an NBA player, but y'all heard me talk about Chris Murray on the last show, man. Chris Murray, he, he gonna help a team out just like Keegan did. Good defender can be a really good shooter from outside. Um, I, and he's going to fall in those twenties, mid twenties, hopefully fall to a team that needs shooting and, and def- just needs a three and D guy. That's blessed because like. Paying for a three and D guy is expensive nowadays. It really is. But when you can just draft them, oh, it's so much better. So you gotta pay them two bucks, and they go out there and give it their all. So he's he's my sleeper, just to keep it short. Um, but Danny, is there a bust in this draft? I think Derek Lively. Oh, Derek Lively. West Town, West Town pride. Uh, when's the last time we saw a West Town player come be good in the NBA? Come on, man, that ain't fair. That's Mo like Bamba, that's like the Ohio, Mo Bamba, that's like the, stinks. Cam Reddish, that's like the Ohio stinks. State quarterback thing, man. That's like the Ohio State quarterback thing. It could be, but I, I don't. I really don't see. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I get it. Duke centers. Um, historically, on top of that, Duke center, Duke center from West Town. No, uh, there's got it. There's there's a good Duke center out there. I'm I'm just blinking. That's all. Chill, um, Oka, bro. chill. Come on, yo. I remember for a solid week, he averaged like 18 and 10 on the Pelicans, and we're like, yo, he's so back. Like, I remember that. But Chris, who, I Chris isn't a hater, for the most part. Chris likes players. He's a player guy. I know that you. You think someone's going to be a bust? Cam Whitmore, unfortunately. I do. I said it on the last show. I know y'all hate me for it. I'm sorry. Shout out Villanova. But at the end of the day, bro, I just – I don't see it. I don't see what everybody else see. And I, I really am trying to see it because I don't want to be a hater. I don't want to be a hater. But I have to be on this one. I'm just not sold on a top 10 pick. Now, right outside the lottery, like 14 or like 18 range, perfect. But I've seen 18. them in – yeah, Damn. 14 to 18. I think that's like the perfect I think like I, said, I think he's a player that's built to be a role player on a good team now. But as far as like top five or top eight, I don't know. I, I think you just can't. So you don't see his potential, player. is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I think he's about not as good as he's gonna be, but I think as far as what he's gonna contribute now, isn't gonna really grow much in his career. I think he's he is what he's gonna be. He's gonna grow in that role, like be a better scorer, maybe, but a person who's coming in that scoring is the first thing, and if you're not like, like I said, the the places he might go, I don't know if he's gonna be able to show that. I think he's gonna look not as good as everybody else. So that's that's why I think he's gonna be a bust. I'm I'm, I'm not trying to trying not to hate on him, but yeah, I, I just didn't see it all year. Like I didn't see what everybody else saw. I just didn't see it. He ducked Temple and Villanova lost to Temple for like the first time in God knows how long. That was the best week of my life. <laughs> we would the, Temple would have won the City Six, and then they got destroyed by UPenn, so they had to settle for a tie. Bit, but Oh, dude, it was so – we were on a, like, steamroll. Like, we were steamrolling through the City 6, and then we got destroyed by UPenn. But nonetheless, um, I have to pick a bus as well. Um, oh, I, I'm, I'm such a player guy. Like, I, I, I don't want to do this. 
and this is kind of vague, one of the Thompson twins are going to fail. One of them. Off the you know, fact... It, it's going to be ironic. The one that gets drafted lower is going to be better. Straight off irony. It's And and, and uh, there's a reason... And irony, and one could, one's going to end up in a better situation, and they're not going to be rushed to be the guy on a team... Now, even Amon, who could get drafted by the Rockets, he's not going to be the guy on that team. They got Jalen Green. They already have Jabari Smith. They have Alperin Sangoon. Um, and so that he guy, would be the point guard Sangoon. for that team. But but he's going to have to come in and be the point guard for these guys. He's supposed to be, like, taming everything up. I w- yeah, he's 20, but he's, he's, he's just a kid, man. You're going to send him to try and control Jalen Green. But, but not saying, like, Jalen Green's a hothead. It's just, it's a weird play style to play with. Um, maybe I don't watch enough Jalen Green. Hopefully, you know, maybe Rockets fans can sort me out on that one. But um, I'm not preying on any of their downfalls. Um, I'm with them. I'm 100% with them. I am I like the work they're putting in on their jump shots. One of them is bound to fail, though, because there's no such thing as good brothers in the NBA either. I don't know if anybody can think of one. Don't say the Holiday Brothers because – Tyson Troy. I've been proven wrong. <laughs> wait, I've been wait, wait, wait! Two legends. Oh, are, we, are we not about to talk about the really legends, infamous, Marcus and Marquise? Yes, the infamous uh, oh, uh, Jokic destroyers. They stink, man. Yo, do you remember what the Jokic did to them? Oh Bro, yeah, laid them out. Oh yeah, yeah. He pushed. Well, Marcus was, was Marquise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pushed Marquise. Yeah. And then, See, yeah. now that that's an interesting story. Just real quick, who is better out of them two? Oh, Marcus, hundred percent. Marcus, Marcus, hell yeah, yeah. Marquise got a ring though. He do. I don't care. Ring don't they the same. They the same thing, but they both. <laughs> Mark. However, before we move on to they, this next uh, segment, Marcus Morris hit a game winner against the Oklahoma City Thunder in 2018. Fun fact. Did you know they're both J.R. Smith, but a power forward? <laughs> they really just J.R. Smith variant. Michael Porter Jr. is a J.R. Smith variant, just like everyone's a Paul George variant. And KD, KD's like the final the boss of the Paul George he's, variant. He's he's the best timeline. He's the best timeline Paul George. <laughs> he's like, and then he has like the Reaper hat on with the thing. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I'm, I'm painting yeah. the picture right now. I see it. It's like it's like. The Spider Verse, except it's the PG Verse, where like Miles is like PG, and then like Spider Man 2099, Miguel O'Hara, he's uh, that's KD, and then you got your all your different ones, and then bam, uh, Brandon Stewart, right? She's Spider Gwen, female KD. See, the Paul George verse exists. Now, moving and on to... The Jokic versus this, too. Jokic, Sabonis, and Shangoon is like Charizard. Charmander. <laughs> and, no, uh, wait, Charizard's the last one. It's, Charmeleon it's, it's, it's a Charmander, Charmeleon. Char- there has to be is a okay? gap between someone because Char- Jokic is like mega Charizard. So, right. <laughs> but nonetheless, draft night, draft night trade scenario. I'm gonna put y'all in a shoe. Just it's gonna we only gonna do like two of these. I'm gonna put y'all on the shoes of a GM in a situation. I want to see what y'all would do. You are the GM of the Portland Trailblazers. The Hornets just took Brandon Miller. No pump fakes, no smoke screens. They like them, they take them. Now your pick is wildly 
valid. Like a lot of teams want that third pick. You could either take Scoot Henderson or you could start fielding calls. I'll start with you, Danny. Danny, you're the GM of the uh, GM of the Portland Trailblazers. Who are you calling first to hear them out on their package? I what am do you want? 100% saying, give me Zion Williamson to pair with Damian Lillard or start a rebuild. So, so essentially your options are get Z and keep Dame or take Scoot and then probably have to dra- uh, trade Dame. Yep. Chris, uh, let's try to keep it out. besides the Pelicans. I don't know how many other teams are calling up, but you're the GM. Uh, and for some reason, the Pelicans are being weird. They, they don't want to trade up for three. They don't want to trade Zion. Uh, they like that he's very outgoing with women. Um, you're the Apparently, Blazers. Uh, you? Very weird thing. The 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 woman uh, said she was about to drop the tapes if the Pelicans didn't trade Zion. Yeah, that's the real process. They're working together to get him out of New Orleans. That's the real process. <laughs> Yeah, he 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 really just got her Twitter password, literally. But yeah, but so I got you. Yeah, go go ahead. This scenario three times, y'all, and this is the full trade. If I'm the Blazers, and the Hornets do the fool and take Brandon Miller, listen, y'all, listen. Here we go. The Clippers haven't been a real team in a long time. They the smoke screens all fake. Now, I do two. I I do this. If I'm the Blazers, I say, hey, this is the Blazers GM. I would like to ask. For one, Paul George and Terrence Mann, I will instead. I will then send you back Yusuf Nurkic. You take on this terrible contract that we paid him. And number three, and I want Paul George and Terrence Mann. So, and then, and if I'm the Blazers, I resign Jeremy Grant. Now it looks a lot better. Now you have Simons, Grant, PG, Dame, and you still have trade pieces. I, I personally wouldn't trade Shaden Sharp. I think Shaden Sharp is going to be amazing. But then you have more wiggle room now. Now you can go get you a five. You can try to sign a Brook Lopez. Now you're really moving. Now you got the veterans that Dame wants. The Clippers get to really start start over because Kawhi is not going to be healthy for 82 games no time soon. Neither will PG. Tyron Lue, if you you could free him, let him go. You could just really start over. And then you start over with Scoop. You have your point guard for the future, then you build around that. I think it helps both teams. It helps the Clippers start a rebuild. It keeps Dame happy. You get him up top. 10 talent in the NBA in Paul George, and then you get him a nice role playing Terrence Mann. You resign Jeremy Grant, cook with gas. Guess what, though? Uh, mm-hmm. Only problem with that the Clippers have a brand new stadium opening next year. Um, there is no way in hell they're going to trot out a second year player to a brand new stadium. I think they're going to keep both of them and go try to get Chris Paul and try to go win. Um, hey, man, I, this is all hypothetical. Stop being. Uh, Stop ruining the fun. We're having fun. Oh, no, I don't disagree, Danny. I think they. I think the Clippers 100 should run it back because they already them paid the, the money. They paid the price with the draft picks. I'm with you 100. But I just think for the Blazers, I, th- I think it'd be a win-win in that sense. Like it's worse things than trotting out your new stadium with a brand new player like School Henderson. I know it'd be a year. Yeah, removed, but they already yeah. ran it. They already they already traded their point guard of the future, and now he's a top 20 player in the NBA. What are we talking about, Shay? Shay, bro. Shea would have never blossomed like this. Not with, like he wouldn't have been some, like this, but Kawhi would have been Kawhi good. never would. Well, he probably could have, but Kawhi would have also never came. So there's no battle of LA. They're still, well, they still are the little brother, but now they're the, really the little brother still. Bro, they're the um, Mets of basketball. But, Come on. That's a shame because Mets, Mets still be popping, but it's just like, it's the, Yankees. that's exactly, it's, that's yeah. exactly what it is. The Clippers, well, except still the Clippers popping. aren't popping. They Sometimes. they not pop that New York like 
Nets and Knicks are a better comparison because like the Nets are always popping for some reason. Uh, but my, my, um, what I would do is I hate to bring Celtics in this calling Celtics. I'm like, yo, I got the third pick. You got Jalen Brown, 26 year old, all NBA forward, two way star. You pay him. I'll take that contract. You take Scoot. And you can have Simons as well, because that's been the most uh, played around with uh, trade package. So Simons in the third for Jalen Brown. Um, will they accept it? I don't know. I don't know if either side would accept it. I don't know if the Celtics want to. I don't know if they want Simons and Scoot leading the charge with Tatum in, a, in an effort to win a championship. But I will say Jalen Brown, Paul George variant. So he, he is also part of the PG verse. So I think if those two other options are off the table, I think that's a good one. If I had to say which one was my favorite, I think Danny's is most realistic and Dame's favorite. Dame apparently does want Zion in Portland uh, away from all the noise, to say the least. Um, and I, and of course, I would like Chris's second because Paul George and Terrence Mann, that, that's a huge get, man. and. If you can get rid of Nurkic to get rid of that contract, yeah, that'd be awesome. So, um, yeah, those are some. That was the draft night trade scenario. Is if you're Portland and Brandon Miller is off the table already, and then you're you could either draft Scoot or trade out of it. Now, um, I said we already talked about. Uh, was there any other free agent news that we talked about? Oh, just, just real quick. Um. On the topic of just free agency, uh, this isn't necessarily big news, uh, but Chris, former Laker Kyle Kuzma, is declining his player option. He's going to be a free agent. Where would you like to see Kuz go? A team that matters. Um, I think Kuz is that type of player. Like I, I, I think Kuz figured it out that last year in L.A., I think he figured out how to be a, a good contributing player on a good team. I mean, Wizards, I think you, you kind of got to use those Wizard years as kind of outliers. He was trying to prepare for this day to for the payday to, to get paid again. Um, I would love to see him back on the Lakers, honestly, 100%. I like seeing him back on the Lakers. Or, team we're just talking about, Portland, another team I wouldn't mind seeing them. And even though I don't love the city, I think Utah could use a Kyle Kuzma as far as what they're already building over there, like the younger team, and he could be a vet with champ experience type of thing. He could also be more scoring, I think. Like he could be your scoring that you need over there. So I would like to see him in one of those three places. THT Ready? is a vet with a ring. And he should also be playing in Zimbabwe. <laughs> you ready to hear this? Go ahead, Tobias David. Harris is going to be offloaded for money. And then they're going to get Tobias Harris variant, Kyle Kuzma, for cheap. Oh, man. If you had Tobias Harris variant, that's – I mean, Tobias Harris low-key just a Paul George variant too. He's just – Just a Chris Middleton variant. Just a, two middies. <laughs> Everyone who's in a, a three-way scorer and can play defense, you are a Paul George variant, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, whether for it's good or bad. But, uh, Yo, I mean, Kuz on the Sixers would be – He locked up Tatum for, like, a good five games, and then the, the no, two we, this, no, we, the last eight no, quarters no, turned into. Do you want me to pull up? The, do you want me to pull up the tracking stats? Because I was thinking the same thing, but no, Tatum was actually busting his ass. But like no, he, 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 he 
no, 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 no. He was. He was. He was the primary defender on him for a reason. But Tatum was switching off of him a lot. Um, but look, when he guarded him, he was busting ass. So, uh, but now I see. I Kuzma's a Celtic. Uh, he tweeted out last summer. He thinks Boston's a nice city in the summer. And uh, yeah, and that's all I really got outside of that one Lakers fan that that y'all know the graphic of Tatum and Kuzma their rookie year, and it said Kuz had high twenty two year old Kyle Kuzma at the time had. Higher potential than 19-year-old Jason Tatum. Oh, man. Instagram. Lakers. Lakers Instagram, man. Oh, my God. What a place. What what a place. Um, But, I mean, we already talked about Chris Paul last week. I mean, Chris Stops is a name going around, I guess, because they're going to probably look to blow things up. Uh, he could go anywhere. Um, Miami's the perfect fit for Chris Stops. They need to just give up on Dame and get a power forward who can block shots and score. Because they have Damon already. I like that. Hey, that'd be, I mean, and Miami is, name one player who hasn't been photoshopped into a Miami Heat jersey. I thought I saw the day, I saw Jason Tatum photoshopped into a jersey. Oh, who got the LeBron James Miami Heat photoshop on them? (laughs) It's going to look so real. Whoever, yo, could y'all imagine Cavs legend D. Wade on the Miami Heat? Bulls legend D. Wade? Kobe Bryant. That team was fire. Kobe, that team was fire. I've never seen a Kobe Heat Photoshop. Oh, I, th- I think it's illegal. I had to have seen one. I think it's illegal. Had to. I think it's illegal. Damian because because someone most likely like did a swap of like LeBron in a Lakers jersey and Kobe in a Heat jersey. Because you know how they do that. Like every Finals matchup, they'll just swap the best players. I saw. I had to see Jason Tatum in a Warriors jersey, bro. I can't do it no more. <laughs> they make me sick. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, there's not much room to talk about. Apparently, OG Ananobi is untouchable, and um, yeah. But uh, tell me how I searched up Kobe. I, I searched up Kobe in a Heat jersey what? and Terry Rozier in his uh, and Dwayne Wade doing a, a jersey swap showed up. That's fire. <laughs> Kobe Bryant, Good. uh, Terry Rozier. They both got that pure Hooper aesthetic. They do. Quick question: yeah. would, y'all, would y'all count Brooke and Robin Lopez as good brothers? Nah, Robin. Robin's funny, but let's be real. I was wondering. That, it was on my brain. Sorry. Oh, Cody and Caleb. But Caleb's had a good series. Sorry, Tom. And Cody didn't. They both. Caleb was playing a lot like Cody in the finals. It's great. They even move differently. It's 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 weird. I only know the twins, but nonetheless, drafting players. The the bottom says players under six three. We're doing six three and under. So obviously we're gonna shoot for the stars in the first round. I'm pretty sure I know where everyone's going for. But uh, did you get first pick um, last? last uh... I think I got the first pick. So yeah, uh, will I think it's my turn. No, right? we'll give yeah. I say we'll give Chris the first. It'll go Chris, Danny. I'll get two picks, and then Danny. Chris gets two picks, and then Danny. I get the last pick. So right. Chris is first. Best player six foot three or under. Just because I think D Wade is listed as six four, and that's unfortunate. I'm picking Allen Iverson number one. Damn, okay. one that's of the great small guards of all time. You left me Steph Curry. Oh, I sure did on purpose. I sure did take him. I sure did. Give me oh, Steph Curry. Man. All right, Danny's got Steph Curry. 
Uh, pretty sure Damian Lillard's 6'3". There's no way he's 6'4". Um, I'm going to take Damian Lillard. And then I'm going to take my one of my five favorite players ever. I'm taking Kyrie Irving, who is a generous 6'3". He is not a lick over 6'1". No shot. <laughs> and back to me, right? Yeah, it's back to you. And then Chris gets uh, two picks. I got this hat right here. Back to the throwback days. Give me Russell Westbrook. Bro, the fakest 6'3 ever, bro. He's 6'5. I swear he's 6'5. So fake. <laughs> you oh, left man. me Steph and Russ. Come on. That's, hey, man, that's that's a crazy tandem. But Chris can still bounce back. He's got two straight picks here. I forgot to talk Kyrie Irving was for a second. I'm sick to my stomach. I would have picked him first. Ooh. All right, so <laughs> got to redo this. Okay. Next pick is um, the taller version of Isaiah Thomas, the one that paid for the Pistons, NBA champion, Isaiah Thomas. Good pick, good pick. So I got Isaiah, I got AI. <sighs> one more person. Mm, I had it in my head. Now I can't remember it. Uh, if you want to go for a guy uh, a foot under six foot three, you could always go with good old Muggy Muggsy. Oh, ew. I could, but I'm not going to do that mess. Uh, I'm going to go. Damn. Uh, is Jason Kidd listed at six four? I think he is. I think Jason Kidd listed at six four. Oh, How tall is Jason I'm JK, I don't know why. I'm picking my favorite player of all time, uh, Chris Paul. Oh. Great pick. Very great pick. That damn. I damn. I'm happy with my picks, but I wasn't even thinking of Chris Paul. I don't know why. But Danny, it's your final pick. You have Curry and Westbrook. Pretty awesome tandem. Yeah, right you snap. Let me uh let, let me pop off and win the draft one more time. Gimme little John Stockton. <laughs> John Stockton. Wow. Little John Johnny. The mailman's um, nope. All right, my I have, I already have Kyrie Irving and I have Damian Lillard. I like to think I'm a good comparison to Danny's team. Um, now, little guys off the top of my head. Look, this team is all about getting buckets. I'm gonna take Isaiah Thomas, the Celtics one, not like in term, like just not the Pistons one. I'm taking my Isaiah Thomas, former 28 point per game scorer. Come on, man. I missed the little guy. So I have Dame, Kyrie, and Isaiah Thomas. Chris has Allen Iverson, Chris Paul, and... Isaiah Thomas. And the other Isaiah Thomas. That's what it is. And then Danny's got a juggernaut of John Stockton, Russell Westbrook, and Steph Curry. Comment down below who is the best three-man small guy team. And comment down below, y'all. Three man small guy team, and why, right, Danny, right. why Danny's team beats our teams in a three v three because he has Russell Westbrook a point a post up point center power small forward. No, for uh, context, this is on the blacktop. I'm cheating. I'm cheating. It's on the blacktop. My team's winning, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna take. We're all just gonna say an honorable mention. Mine is Mo oh, Cheeks, Sixers legend. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sixers legend. Sixers legend. Chris, do you have an honorable mention? Yes. I have to think about it. Oh, this is one. Give me one second, fellas. Sorry. 
There you go. What is what is my under six three? Dang, I had another one in my head. Uh, How tall West. is Bob Cousy? You know Bob what? Cousy's un- under uh, Ooh, Bob Cousy six one. Let me get him. I'm taking Walt Frazier from the New York Knicks. The Walt Frazier, the worst commentator, but one of the best dressed. And shout out Spud Webb, little guy, won a dunk contest though. That's super. I should have took J Cole. J Cole counts, I guess. I fear he has his own crossover package on 2K. What has happened to the game I love? Didn't J. Cole play <laughs> his, NBA after? His crossover package better than Jalen Brown's. <laughs> what happened to the game I love? <laughs> Real shit, man. He got, bro, J. Cole got Kayla Martin the Thanasis deal, bro. That's crazy. Legendary, by the way. Legendary. Nah, real shit. But, man, hey, if you're, thank you all for tuning in. If you're listening to this on YouTube, like, subscribe. Head on to the audio platforms. Leave us a five-star review. Leave us a download. Make sure you follow us on there and you listen to audio. Do the same thing, vice versa. Um, y'all have anything to say before we get out of here? Nah. It's been a great episode. Yeah. All right. Yeah, All right, man. From AP New Freezer, Culture 2 by Migos, and DC Comics. You guys have a good one. Make sure you guys tune in next week. Take away with